Hello, I'm George from MBI Hockey. And I'm Brody from Broly Talks Hockey. Welcome back to uh, Winning on Paper. Uh, we have a bunch of guests today. Uh, this is our draft extravaganza episode. Um, so please welcome the uh, the guys from, or some of the guys from New Era Scouting. Uh, let them introduce themselves and uh, then we'll get started. All right. So uh, yeah, my name is Eloa. I've been uh, scouting for like a bit, uh, like about three years. And uh, last year I started with uh, McKean's Hockey. I've done that for a couple of months. Then uh, after that, I I got a job with the Moncton Wildcats, so I started uh, scouting for them uh, this year, and uh, yeah, that's about it. Grayson? Oh, that's me. I can't do the alphabet. All right. You're an awful Whatever. My name is Grayson. Um, I've been scouting for... About three years started in uh, 2020, getting a lot more into it. I'm uh, I'm the more amateur side of uh, New Era scouting, <laughs> but uh, yeah. Hi everyone, I'm Jeremy. Um, I'm from Montreal, and I've been scouting like actively since last year only. Um, but I was interested in the draft for a, a while, but only been actively scouting since last year. Um, I work at McKean's and uh, since December, and yeah, that's about it. I'm uh, Caden. Um, I run NCR Hockey and yeah, work with NES, New Era Scouting. Um, I've been scouting since around 2020, but I really got into it more in 2021. And uh, yeah, just each year is building more and more, and we'll see where it goes. All right. Uh, so how this is going to work is we're going to we broke up into teams, um, teams of two, and we're basically going to do like a six, yeah, six round draft, and uh, we're each going to pick each team's going to pick a player uh, each round, and then we're going to kind of sit down and talk about that player for a bit. So you're going to get get most of the first round or a good chunk of the top prospects in the first round covered um, today. So uh, I guess we'll start it off uh, with. Who's picking first again? I can't even remember. Um, <laughs> I had it all written down, but I just it was uh, it was, it was Kaden me, right? and Okay, so yeah, they'll get the uh, the first overall pick and uh, pass it on to whichever one of you wants to make that pick. Uh, you go ahead, as well. Uh, I think like a shocker right there, but uh, I'm gonna select Connor Bedard from the Regina Pats. Um, I mean, what is their like? Like like what wasn't said about Connor Bedard is just he's a electric offensive talent can do about anything on the ice. His shot is world class. His playmaking is unbelievable. Can do about anything with the puck on his stick and dominates every single shift in the WHL. And uh, he's gonna be a star in the NHL. There's no doubt about it. I think Kate, you have uh, anything to add about your uh, your newest player? Oh yeah, I, I agree with the decision a hundred percent. He's uh, I know I didn't make a video, um, a pretty controversial video discussing some of his flaws, but uh, he's really shown that he's the number one pick. He's probably gonna be a top three player within the next like two or three years, and yeah, I think he could be as good as McDavid. I don't know about better, but I think he'll be at that level. Yeah, Brody, what do you think? Uh, yeah. right pick. <laughs> I think it was the right pick. 
of course. There was no debate. But uh, I actually had the privilege to watch Bedard in person this year. I went out to Regina to go watch him. And it is so much better in person than watching the clips on TV and the games. Like, it's just... And he's so chippy, too. Like, I was watching him get into it with Denton Matejchuk, which was unreal. Like, he was... He's just a little chip. Like, he's like, oh, this looks like Brad Marchand out here. Like, that's my first <laughs> thoughts when I was watching him. Even at, like, the juniors, like, he had kind of that, that I mean, for lack of a yeah. better word, feistiness to him. And uh, I think a lot of the, the old school guys are going to like that, too. So, yeah. along with, like, the 130 points he's going to get every year. Yeah. So, <laughs> he kind of, yeah, I think he, he definitely brings uh, a bit of both to his game and uh, definitely plays again using you know boomer terms uh bigger than than his size actually is um but i think that's going to serve him really well especially in a market like chicago where he's obviously going to go uh yeah jeremy grayson guys have anything else to add on uh on bedard well i know grayson saw him live i think as well so you can add to the live experience if you want to yeah um yeah living in saskatchewan most of the year i've uh i've had the privilege of seeing him quite a few times actually I think five or six times now. Um, yeah, he's he's electric. The The big thing was uh, coming into the season, I think there was a little bit of question mark about his playmaking ability, but over the course of the year, that was one big thing I saw improve um, from him. It just added so much, so much to his game. <clears throat> All right. Uh, yeah, so that's uh, that's Connor Bedard. That was that was the easy, probably the easiest pick of the uh, the entire mock draft that we're going through here. Uh, all right, it's me and Brody. Uh, Brody, do you mind if I uh, if I take this yeah, one? You, you take it. You take it. All right, I'm gonna kind of go. Um, well, <laughs> I'm I'm gonna go a little bit off the board with what's actually gonna happen. Um, I'm gonna go with Matt Vymichkov at uh, number two. Uh, I think we're talking about another player here who is gonna be a first line talent. Um, extremely, extremely skilled. And uh, I think the risk about him not coming over is a little overblown, um, especially considering the fact that he's pretty well guaranteed to hit. Um, that kind of just counteracts like the bus potential for me. Um, the, 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 the Russia thing doesn't worry me uh, with Mitchkov. And I just think from, from what we've been able to see, and I mean, clips, finding clips of him in the KHL is really hard to do. Um, but even if you look back at some of his, his international stuff over the last couple of years um, when he was able to play, it, he just has, he can be, I think uh, elite prospects kind of put it best um, in their breakdown where they said, you know, some players are playing chess, some are playing checkers. Um, meaning that some players like think the game and can kind of like scheme you scheme around your defense and stuff. And some just kind of bulldoze their way to the net and Mitch can do both. Um, I just, I really, really like this player and, uh, I think he's probably the second best player in the draft. So I'm not going to pass up the opportunity to take him. And you shouldn't either, NHL teams. Brody, do you agree with my Yeah, my I do. Pick? I do, but I have I have two questions I want to pose to the like the scouts here. So the mm-hmm. first question, because I totally agree with the pick. Do you think his defensive game is worrisome? And two do you think if he's playing internationally, he would be the consensus number two? Like if there was no Russia being discluded from... That's a good, that's a good question, actually. Mm-hmm. I can talk about his defense if you guys want. Um, his defense with the... Uh, well, in the MHL, which is the junior Russian league, it's mm. like awful. That's the answer. Okay, it's, it's really bad. Um, 
because he just doesn't care and I don't think he necessarily has to be in the, in this junior league um if he goes and goes on and scores like five goals it's not going to matter at the end of the day if he he's on the ice for three goals against in his opinion and I think it's fair uh in the KHL at the beginning of the year it was it was he struggled defensively it's true like he wasn't really involved at all he was cheating a lot being at the red line like before his team could even begin the process of breaking out the puck lots of you know low involvement and just cheating and just not being uh there, there to support his team defensively but I thought ever since he uh, came to Sochi the improvement was there I still don't think he's going to be like a great player defensively or even he should be under average defensively um but it became less worrying I'd say as he got to Sochi and you guys can answer the second question if you want. uh I still don't think even though even if he did get the chance to play internationally I don't think he would be the consensus number two just because of how much talent there is in Fantilli and Carlson I just think there's always going to be debate in the draft and I don't think it's possible to have a consensus number two in this draft. Yeah, to honest to what Caden said, like, uh, I really like Mitch Gov. He's got unwavering confidence. He's super talented with the puck and sees plays that even I don't see, like, when I'm watching from above on on clips. Like, But what's worries a bit, not not too much, but, like, a bit more worrisome for me is uh, he's 5'10", 148 pounds. Like, that's could be like a, a little concern on my side and uh is placed I would fit more as a as a winger in the NHL and Fantasy and Carlson are also like exceptional talents I think and they would fit more in at the center position. And uh, to me that that has more value and uh Mitchkov also I think could uh could really improve on his defense but uh, I, I think like uh, some from the some games I saw I, I didn't really like his uh, attitude at times so uh, yeah I don't know but uh, I, I totally get uh, Mitch Gavat too he's, a, he's an unreal talent mm-hmm. all right uh let's move on to uh Jeremy and Grayson's first uh first pick which one you guys is gonna take it uh you take it Jeremy should be Fantilli here we're we're um we're big fans of Car- Leo Carlson but we think uh Fantilli's the better player here. Um, he's just unreal. I mean, he could honestly. I know Anaheim should probably pick him, um, and there's some center situation with uh, Zigris and I believe McDavish also as a center spot could could play there. Fantilli could play the wing and has played the wing in the playoffs in the NCAA this year. Um, being having uh, Brindley as the center, who we're probably going to talk about also later. Um, He's so big. He's like a, a truck out there on the ice, just ramming people. Often, <laughs> sometimes illegally, he got uh, kicked of the, uh, his last game uh, in the World Championship. But yeah, he's just an absolute truck. He rams people with a puck. He's insanely quick at processing stuff. And with his skating, his puck control at speed is amazing. Uh, his one-timer is insanely dangerous. Like He just sits there uh, at, the, at the red dot and just shoots puck all day on the power play uh his play creation his usage of his body there's it's the entire package there with Fentilli. um i think at three we can't really pass on him there's just too much to like with him uh yeah from the the 
couple NCAA games I watched of him this year. Uh, I definitely like saw him. He's he's kind of like the modern day power forward. You know, he's somebody that you can't. He's hard to knock off the puck, and he uses his body really well. Um, I think a lot of a lot of teams are gonna like him, and he's gonna be a fan favorite wherever he goes. Like immediately, uh, he just kind of brings that. And he he really added a lot of more offensive game to his uh, to his skill set this year. Um, and yeah, I think I he's he's probably gonna go number two. Um, but definitely he won't drop past three um, if somebody does take a, a shot on somebody like Mitchkov. But, uh, yeah, like he's kind of a can't-miss guy as well. Mm-hmm. I agree. Anybody else have anything uh, to add on? I agree. Three overall? Talk about until you're... Uh, yeah, not much sad. That has already been said. I mean, he's he's just such a rare combination of... Mm-hmm. just raw strength and power and speed and skill. He's for sure. Like I, I could entertain an argument where uh, he's the most overall complete uh, offensive toolkit in the draft. He, he can do it all. That's true. All right. Uh, so if that's all we got on Fantilli, we'll pass back to uh, team number one at the start of round two. Who's uh, playing alongside Connor Bedard next year for you guys? Your turn, Caden. Yeah, Caden. Okay, um, I'm going to take the obvious choice here, Leo Carlson. I know I had Benson there previously, but I've uh, vastly changed my opinion. Um, although for this pick, I'm going to hand off the explanation to Eloi, as I know it's one of his favorite players and a guy he's been really passionate about uh, recently. Having him as high yeah. as number two. Yeah, I have uh, Carlson above uh, Pantini. And for me, it's just uh, I like uh, Carlson's hockey sense more than Fantilly. Fantilly, you can see, uh, like, obviously the talent, the size, the skill uh, is is all there. But uh, Carlson, to me, is a much more calculated player that's much more uh, responsible. And... Uh, He's got he's got skill too. He's not as flashy or speedy as a as a Fantilli, but he, he really knows when, at the, at what time and the, in the correct situations to use his hands or his skill or to position his body. He's more of a playmaker as well. He doesn't shoot the puck that much, but uh, you can. He's a, he has a good shot today. He scored two goals, and um, yeah, to me, I I I prefer like playmaking type of centers to like sort of power forwards but like to me they're still like really close yeah i think for sure you're getting your uh franchise one c there it'd be a great piece to build around and uh if you have them on the board at four there's no one i'd even consider taking at this point would you put bedard or carlson on the wing on your team (laughs) Uh, yeah, no, I would put, uh, I think I would put uh, Carlson on the wing, yeah. Just because there the R is way too good, so. Yeah. Oh, so this is like, this is an actual team we're building here. I was just no, asking. no, it's just, no. Oh, okay. <laughs> you don't have to worry about killing <laughs> By the way, Carlson, uh, almost like his uh, full season on the wing on, in the SHL, so I don't yeah. see no reason why you couldn't put him on the wing. It's true. He reminds me... Um... I mean, Leo Carlson is somebody that I fell in love with last year when I was kind of looking at, at last year's draft um, and just kind of 
watching him through other players. Um, and he reminds me a lot of like, this can be like, I don't know if this is a weird comparison or not, but like a David Krejci in the sense that like, he's, he's not as fast, but he thinks the game really well and he's able to kind of manipulate it without being able to keep up with like the fastest players on the ice. Um, but he, he has the skill set to kind of make up for that. And I mean, obviously the speed sign that could come too. He's young, young enough that mm-hmm. that's not necessarily yeah, a concern. Not but... the, the most explosive guy, but like when he gets going, can be pretty fast. And yeah. I think the explosiveness will come with uh, more training and, and stuff. I think he definitely has one of the best like minds for the game in this <laughs> in this draft. And uh, that shouldn't be understood. I mean, he's falling on people's boards like crazy. Like a lot of the 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 recent like general scouting updates have them going like four um i've seen a couple have them at like five or six and i think that's just ridiculous but somebody's gonna be able to steal with leo carlson for sure uh all right brody it's uh it's your pick for us don't yeah. screw it up this this might be controversial but <laughs> you know we already got our undersized winger so i'm gonna pass on zach benson it, even though we're not building a team i'm gonna go with will smith just because he's such a phenomenal that. skater, and he's his hands are insane. Like watching him play, like he is unreal. Like he he's probably going to Columbus at three, and he'll be so much fun to watch with Line A and Gaudreau. Yeah, um, yeah, he's he's a guy that's really jumped up people's boards because of his last like month and a half of hockey. Um, but I've had him in my top five pretty well all season. Um, like you said, like he's he's undersized, but I mean. If, if you know me, I really don't care. Um, his his skill set's just phenomenal. Um, his vision on the ice is fantastic. Uh, I'm happy with this pick. I would have been happy with Benson too, but um, at least he didn't pick Tavorsky. So, <laughs> shout out. Uh, I know <laughs> we have three Habs fans on the call right now, so I knew they're <laughs> that's gonna irritate somebody. But uh, yeah, no, I'm I'm happy with this pick. I really like Will Smith, but uh, I'll pass it on to everybody else here and kind of give your really likes Will Smith. So yeah, like, yeah, I'm a big fan of Smith. It's just like the, the confidence he has with the puck to make to make plays and to just dangle through guys. To me, is just like way too talented. Like after like the, the big four, he's, he's my highest player on the board. Yeah. He's insanely, uh, like he has one of the best vision of the draft, like up there with uh, Mitch Cobb, I think. And, and maybe Bedard, but Bedard is just on another universe. But yeah, it's just like the upside, the offensive upside with him is uh, super high. And that's why I would pick him like fifth. I also like his uh, manipulation of defenders. I just, it's his, I think it's his best trait, in my opinion. He can just create plays out of nothing by drawing defenders in and then kicking it back or making those cross team passes. It just feels like once he gets to the NHL level, that's still going to translate very well. All right, uh, let's pass it on to, uh, I believe it's Grayson that's going to pick now for, for his team. <laughs> yeah, I heard Jeremy just started smiling. He knows exactly what I'm about to do. <laughs> oh, um, yeah, well, I, I, think, I think both players are fair, whichever you choose. I, I think, uh, I think I'm going to pass on Benson again um, and go for probably my favorite player in the draft, uh, Ryan Leonard. He's just... He's a monster. He's he's everything fun about a hockey player. 
he skates fast. He hits hard. He scores goals. He's he's big. He's got an unreal shot. Really underrated hands. I even seen flashes of really impressive playmaking from him. Yeah, I I love him. He's my favorite player from the uh, USNTP this year. Yeah, him and him and Smith and Moore are all very high end this year. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Leonard could become a sort of Matthew Kachuk type player, where he just he's like a villain. Literally, he just hits people. He's not really the biggest, but he's gonna bully people literally, physically. And then um, the creativity of his hands. Uh, the, the overall offensive vision, he's an excellent goal scorer. There's so much offensively that you can work with, like elite, elite pools. And uh, yeah, I'm happy with this pick. Yeah, I like the pick as well. Uh, one thing for him to work on, though, I feel like just getting his effort level more consistent, um, like his motor, it just showed it's flashes of where it went flat for a bit. But I feel like if he can maintain that consistent high motor, he's going to be a really true star in the NHL. Yeah, he's yeah, he's maybe the best pure sniper in the draft. Um, depending on what you call Bedard, but I mean, I would call Bedard a pure sniper anyway. Um, it, yeah, uh, Leonard's somebody that I really like too. I had him just below Benson on my board, so I'm a little upset. I kind of hope he'd fall, but uh, no, I mean, yeah, he's he's gonna be great. I mean, this draft's so deep. We're six we're, we're six picks in. And we're talking about like first line players still. So. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't think you can really go wrong with with any of those guys at the top here. And like the U- United States program is phenomenal. I mean, they're pumping out multiple like top and first line players again this year for like the fifth draft in a row. So, uh, yeah, watch out for the United States and in world if we ever get a best on best tournament in the next twenty years, they're uh, they might be the best team. All right, uh, round three, back over to uh, team number one. With uh, who's playing with uh, on the line with Carlson and Bedard? So I guess it's Illawas' choice. I'm oh, open for someone, but uh, I'm not sure what's gonna happen. Yeah, uh, yeah no, I'm gonna go with uh, Don't worry, Ken. I'm gonna go with Zach Benson on this one. Yeah, uh, yeah. I'm still a bit worried about his uh, size skating combo. Like it is, he doesn't do pass guy really much and kind of worries me a bit but there's just so much else to like about him his hockey sense is super high in he's relentless on the puck he always makes things happen when he's on the ice very creative good hands very very good vision and yeah that's pretty much it he's a very hard-working two-way center with great hockey sense can go wrong with that I agree with that, like, 100%. I think I'd, I also do have some concerns with his size and his, like, actual speed. I do feel like his lateral skating, his edges are quite good, and he can create chances through that. But the one thing is he kind of he doesn't really have that high-end um, dangling skill that Will Smith has that would kind of erase that problem. His hands are good, but they're not next level, in my opinion. And um, But that is made up for by his insane brain. I think that's the biggest asset you're getting in him is a hockey mind but yeah i would definitely consider him at that i think i have him a bit higher but definitely works Uh, yeah um i got to watch benson live um at in game two of the uh whl final and uh he had two goals in that game he was 
the second best player on the ice beside uh, uh aside from a certain player who fell insanely low last year um <laughs> but uh uh yeah like his his ability just to kind of like read the ice was phenomenal um there was there's one play on uh, i don't think they ended up scoring on the play but uh he made a a pass like basically over two defenders sticks on the power play and it was like right onto his teammates tape and he just it was like a saucer pass and it was like basically across the ice and it was kind of blew me away um but uh yeah he's he's somebody that i didn't think was going to be available um at seven but again that kind of tells you how how crazy this draft is um i've actually uh i've actually met him because my uh two of my cousins were his uh uh were housing him uh this year while he was playing for the ice so uh it's a little fun little connection i have to zach benson so i'm a little higher on him maybe than than a lot of people are just because of that but uh yeah i I really like him as well need to get him to sign my jersey at the draft yeah there you go we might meet him yes uh shout out to uh the I think there's three other people in this call that are going to be sharing a twin size bed with me at the uh, NHL draft in Nashville. So, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, uh, all right, it's I'm going to go George. with. Yeah, it is my pick. Um, okay. Don't mess it up. I think. Yeah, I think I'm gonna I'm gonna kind of go a little bit off the board here slightly. Well, maybe not to the people in this call specifically because I know you guys are really oh. high on them. Um, but well, maybe not you, Brody. But I mean, like our our guests. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna go. Uh, I'm gonna stick in the United States development program. I'm gonna take Oliver Moore, uh, <laughs> at at number eight, just because I know you guys have him ranked really high, and uh, that might irritate you guys. So, uh, anyway, I'll let you guys. I'll actually pass it on to everybody else here to kind of go over uh, what you like about Oliver Moore so much, because I really yeah, like him too. But. <laughs> Yeah, is it okay if I talk about him? Of course. Yeah, of course. Go he's, ahead. Uh, he's probably my favorite player ever. <laughs> um, I have him at five on my board. Um, I think he's in this du- discussion definitely at eight. Uh, in my opinion, he's the best skater in the draft. His speed, better than Bedara, better than everybody else. His speed is insane. His acceleration, his explosiveness. Um, there's so much to like about his skating. It's near perfect already in terms of NHL caliber it's practically elite already um but what sets him apart from a good skater is that he does everything at speed it's not just speed he everything he does around his speed he builds speed with the puck he has amazing puck control at high speed um he uses teammates on the rush he's got a ridiculous shot i think it's one of the most underrated aspects of his game um Another thing is his uh, defensive, um, his defensive work. He's uh, he like he hunts the rush. Whenever there's a rush coming against his team, he's like a, a hunter and he goes full speed. No one's gonna stop him, and he's just gonna destroy the rush before it even creates past the blue line. Um, I think what could be improved with him is maybe his uh, his playmaking vision. It's it's like it's fine, but he could look to maybe not always shoot or go for high danger chances and maybe create something a little more effective and um i think there's also one thing that's less important but his his balance he often falls on the eyes like super often for some reason but yeah i it, the skating's there and it's just it's more than skating that's really what i'm i'm uh, i'm coming out with uh more extremely high on him and definitely one of my right probably my favorite player of the draft yeah. 
Yeah, he's pretty much a guaranteed NHLer just because of his speed and uh, skating abilities. Like, you're going to get him in a bottom four role at the worst. I think he's a guaranteed middle sixer. Yeah, and I think if I, if I were to talk, talk about, like, what NHL players he looks like, I think if everything goes right, he could easy, easily become a Barzal, Larkin type of player that, you know, create everything it's with their speed and are known for that. But it's definitely more than he could be... A, Definitely a first-time center for me. Yeah. Brody, what do you think about our uh, third pick here? I I was going to be really mad if you didn't take Oliver. <laughs> As someone who really values skating, passing on the best skater would be the worst thing in the world <laughs> at this late because he could easily go higher than this because yeah. he's such... I, yeah. I don't think I'm he very does, though. Honestly, I think we're looking... I think more goes in like the early teens. I think he drops. I, I've heard he'll drop to pick too, him. Yeah. And uh, so again, somebody's going to get just like an absolute steal here. I mean, I, I don't think they're too sim like they're not very similar in play style, but I mean, Frank Nazar dropped last year too. And he was my favorite player in the draft and Oliver Moore is right up there with it. So uh, I think you're kind of that U S program, just pumping out elite scares consistently. Good for them. All right. Uh, Jeremy and Grayson, I don't know who's picking for you guys, but you guys are up at nine. I think it's my turn. Yeah. Yep. Um, so this should be probably the, the biggest hot take yet. Um, he's nine on my board. So uh, I'm going to go with uh, a guy that's apparently, actually I've learned that today, he's been cut from the US NTDP program earlier this year for some reason. It's uh, Gavin Brindley from the NCA uh, from with uh, Michigan playing with uh, Adam Fentilli on the all year. If um, if Oliver Moore didn't exist, I think he'd be the best skater in the draft. Uh, and again, I'm gonna talk about Oliver Moore in the same way. It's it's more than speed with Brindley. He there, his puck control at extremely high speed is just tremendous. Uh, the zone entry ability is just something you want on your team. You want every player to have. He reminds me a bit of like it. In terms of how he handles the puck with speed, it reminds me of Jack Hughes. Just all, you never know where he's gonna go with the puck. He enters the zone and he could go through like three, four guys, and he's not gonna stop because he's just so quick and it's like a little ant that you just can't stop. He's so small, but I don't know. I'm really convinced with him. Uh, his shot, especially his like uh, toe drag shot, the way he changes changes his angles, it's an amazing shot. Playmaking skill is tremendous. I think I think he could easily uh, not be a very high end player. There's there's a chance he doesn't become much. Uh, I know Edouard compares him to Tyler Mott. <laughs> there's a chance he just becomes that. But I'm you know at nine, it's a hot take. But I'm taking the risk. Uh, I think also defensively, he's just ridiculously good. Um, whether he ends up playing center or wing, I think he fits in both uh, positions. He's probably going to play wing, play wing just because he's small. But he can take face offs. He can play with open eyes he's responsible both defensively and offensively uh i think the talent is really high end with him so i'd i'd go for him at nine grayson how do you feel about your third pick yeah you didn't make really good yeah i uh <laughs> i wasn't a big fan of him earlier in the year actually and jeremy and caden have been trying to convince me that he's good all year long but uh i didn't earlier on in the year i didn't see much of the um, the offense from him. He he didn't seem 
uh, like he had much going for him once he crossed the blue line. But um, just last night, actually, I watched um, three more recent games, and I was really, really impressed. A drag shot that uh, Jeremy was talking about, he got two goals with. Um, he's really deceptive, um, really good at uh, stopping up once he crosses the blue line and finding a trailer, usually with Antilli. Um, as a centerman, yeah, he wins a lot of draws. He's responsible defensively. Unreal skater. Not much that you can't like about Brindley. Okay. Anybody else have anything to add on to that? If not, then uh, rack up to, uh, I think Caden's picking now. Yeah, so two options here. Uh, I'm going to go with the one that I think is in the best interest of our whole team, and I'm going to go with one of the more complete players in this draft. Probably one of the guy, only guys that I would say has no weakness. That's Nate Danielson. I believe he's just such a nice all-around player that like, I honestly can't think of anything that he does below average. Only My only concern is that maybe he developed a little bit earlier than other players. I know Jeremy highlighted that in one of our posts. Um, but just everything about him, especially his playmaking, I love. I know it's high volume, so he's going to get a lot of incompletes and interceptions. But I feel like he just does that at such a high level that it'd be... Uh, Definitely a missed opportunity passing on him in the top 10. Uh, also, his, his defense and transition are also super solid. Good frame. I just think there's nothing to hate about him. Yeah, I, I discovered uh, Danielson last year while uh, I think I was scouting for a Matejchuk and they were playing against the uh, Wheat Kings. And I saw this, this this big guy that can that could skate like the wind and he was just dangling two guys on zone entries and I was like who who's this guy? I thought it, like I thought he was a twenty, like a twenty. And he was he wasn't even in his draft year. So he's he's like he has no weaknesses. He's big, he can skate, he's responsible on both sides of the ice. And uh, yeah, I think you're definitely getting a, a player there. Like the only question I would have about him is his uh, upside, but I I think you have like a, a solid 2C for sure. All right. Uh, I think it's me. Hey, Brody. Uh, no, it's my pick. Is it? Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, because I took... Uh... More. Yeah, more. Yeah, you're yeah. right. All right, go ahead. I think um going to complete the U.S. national team program sweep here. I guess we don't have all of them, but... I think I'm going to go with Gabe Perot. He's just such a good player. And I haven't watched as much as I wanted to. I'm going to watch some more of him lately. But I haven't heard many bad things about him. Like his vision and playmaking is like next level. And that's something that I think will translate very well to the NHL. Yeah, I'm a big fan of Gabe Perot as well. Well, maybe not at the beginning of the year. I didn't saw like... A- much going on it was like more of a connecting plays here and there and the, the skating isn't all too great but as as the uh, as the year went on uh, you could see like he's a he's a genius his hockey mind is i am like top of the top of the draft and uh, he can just make plays uh, out of nothing and uh, yeah just a really good playmaker that has skills and uh, really high upside if he improves on this skating yeah I'm, I'm happy with this this pick overall um like you said he's a like 
really high-end playmaker, um, good hockey IQ guy, uh, and that's that's something that I value a lot in, in prospects is uh, being able to think the game really well. Um, yeah, uh, he's somebody that kind of impressed me more as the year went along. Uh, and yeah, I think he's he's got the potential to be a, a good top six forward, definitely in the NHL. And for mid-round, mid to like teens pick in the first round, uh, I don't think you can really go wrong. All right, Jeremy and Grayson. It's your turn, Grayson. Now we're just um, kind of going all over the board at this point. <laughs> yeah, uh, to make the uh, the first pick that the boys at NES here are probably going to fight about, uh, first defenseman of the draft, Dmitry Simashev. Um, he's there's definitely um, definitely question marks about his um, about his breakout ability at times, which is. Uh, the center of uh, what what we've disagreed about, but um, he's he's an unreal skater. He's got hands of a top six forward. He's really deceptive at the blue line and um, really good power play quarterback. Um, there were uh, pretty big concerns earlier on uh, from all of us about his defensive ability um, in the MHL, but uh, seeing some KHL games, I'm a lot less worried about that. I think it's a similar thing that uh, Michkov has where he just doesn't really care in the Russian Junior League, but um, yeah, I really like him. Yeah, is that, there's definitely big question marks, I agree. Is that sometimes I've seen him play like often in the same game, he just starts being Metechuk and just being like, a defenseman but in the offensive zone where you're like why are you behind the net and it's his offense is weird to project but man the tools are insanely high end like he's so big so fluid on his skates um lateral mobility is at the blue line he can do stuff that Elena Hudson who was 5'8 could do and now he's like 5'6 uh, how tall is he 6'3 6'4 he's like a, he's a giant and yeah yeah, he's a giant, and like on his skates, he can do whatever he wants. Uh, Grayson talked about his hands; it's very true. He's got tremendous hands. Uh, he enters his own like a big forward, like a power forward, but he's a defenseman and he can do it, which is really impress- um, impressive. But that's true. He's got. I mean, we got to talk about his the elephant in the room. We got to talk about his production. I mean, the guy is just not scoring in a very low level of play. Sometimes it's just. Um, it's weird. I I watch all the games and I'm like, yeah, you, I I he's not bad offensively. Like, there's no, there's no, like he should have gotten at least maybe a point or two in that game, and he ends up being without like any points. It's it's weird. I can't really. I guess some people are questioning his offensive IQ. I I would question it too, but I think he's definitely he definitely should have had more points than he had this year. Um, but yeah, I'm I'm happy with this pick. Uh, what pick is it? Twelve, eleventh. Uh, nine, twelve, twelve. Okay, twelve. 12 so yeah, yeah twelve. I'm definitely happy with that. He's someone who yeah. probably the most. He's the most controversial guy among our group here. Uh, I feel like we're pretty split on a late first versus a like post ten pick, like a, that uh, eleven to thirteen range. Um, I I do have some concerns. The defensive game, like once again after seeing, I haven't seen one KHL game of him, but it seemed to be night and day compared to his MHL. 
Uh, yeah, he does have some trouble on breakouts. Often just throws the puck off the glass. Or, but that's not my main concern. My main concern is his production. Uh, not not usually one of my main points of focus, but it's just tough to see when he just passes the puck around the offensive zone instead of making those dangerous passes that are going to translate to points. I feel like it is some unluckiness in his uh, production, but I feel like a lot of it's just his inability to create those dangerous chances. It's yeah, I think very uh, high risk pick. Yeah, high risk for sure. Like high yeah. reward. Yeah, definitely more of like a project guy in this uh, in this draft. For sure. Um, so I think the the big as you guys kind of mentioned, the big concern is like for somebody that plays as aggressively offensively in with the puck in the in the offensive zone, like his his breakout and kind of transition offense isn't really there. Um, that's kind of the big thing that stuck out to me. Um, in the, the limited amount of Russian hockey games that you're able to watch. Um, but yeah, I think, I think there is potential there for, uh, a team. If he goes to the right place, I think you can kind of see him turn into a, a pretty good, uh, offensive defenseman in the next couple, like over a couple of years, but definitely a somewhat controversial pick. And, uh, but I think the talent definitely is there if, if he goes to the right place. Mm. All right, back up to the, uh, back to the top. Yeah, yeah. we know who you're taking this time. I'm a bit higher on this player than uh, most in our group, but uh, I'm pretty confident there. I'm going to go with David Reinbacher, the, the, the Austrian defenseman playing in the Swiss League. Um, That's good. He's, a, he's just very, very intelligent. He's right-handed as the size and the, the skating ability to play in the NHL as soon as uh, next season, I think. And uh, at the World Junior Championship, he's been arguably one of the best uh, defensive defensemen. And uh, at the World Championship right now, he's, uh, he's also a, a really, really good defenseman for, uh, for Team Austria. He's, he's, just, he's just very smart. He can, he can be very rough uh, along the boards, very hard to, to pass with his already uh, mature frame. On, on the breakout, he's, uh, he's very, very good, almost flawless. Like his passes are always on the tape, even when he's pressured. Um, maybe in the offensive zone, you would like to see him try uh, some more things, but I think uh, I think he's, he's still going to be fine. And uh, like, uh, if you enter him with the, the right players, he can produce. He's, he's already producing in the, in the Swiss League against men. He, I think he has like... 22 points in the 40-something game, and that's already better than a, a certain uh, Roman Yossi at the same age, in the same age. Yeah, uh, I, it's not, I, contrary to uh, popular belief, I don't, I don't hate Reinbacher, but I just, I'd rather other players. I don't have him quite this high, but I think the argument can be made. Uh, it all depends in, in what you're looking for as a team. Uh, yeah, he's very solid defensively very smart with his passes he's got amazing speed um as he's shown in this uh recent international play just it's frustrating to watch his offensive play because i feel like he could be more especially with his size and uh speed off the blue line maybe a bit better activation but i don't mind it there's just a few players i'd rather have maybe i won't say them now in case uh, anybody's getting ideas from this yeah. but there's a few guys <laughs> that have them looking- yeah, if I'm looking at my list at 13, I'd be fine to pick Rambaco, definitely. I think uh, 
yeah. you work if you work with him, you assist him in his offensive potential because it's totally there. Uh, I think you could get something great out of him for sure. He's right. one more uh, NHL ready guys, I think. Yeah, for oh, sure. Oh yeah, he could play next year. Yeah, literally. I totally agree. I agree with this year. I'd prefer him not to play next year, honestly, though. I'd, I'd like one year in the AHL, maybe, coming over. Yeah, that's right. Just to refine that offense uh, before yeah. taking it to the next stage. All right. Uh, it's me now, right? I think. Yeah. Yeah, it's you. Yes. Yeah. All right. Well, I mean, like, <laughs> I, mean, I don't know how you can pass up getting the, the fifth overall pick at 14. Like, <laughs> that's crazy. Uh, yeah, I'm taking uh, Dilbor Dvorsky uh, here. I think, I think 14's a a pretty good place to pick him uh all jokes aside um i think his he's got a really uh high floor um doesn't have the the best ceiling but i think you know he's he's a solid two-way player um he doesn't have the speed that uh, some of the guys in this draft do which which can be concerning like uh he's not somebody that i'd love like in transition um but he he seems to think the game really well and uh kind of gives you that that two-way ability as well um and yeah he's gonna go fifth overall so like, yeah yeah i'm a really big fan of Dvorsky. it's like at a young age uh his his habits are already like pro ready he also has a a, a pretty underrated shot i think it's, it's got good uh, velocity good accuracy like could be a uh, it could be a good asset uh, on the power play and uh, he's one of the the best defensive forward also i think in their class. Yeah, honestly, I thought I thought you were going to say someone else there with the pick. I was getting ready to hear uh, Andrew Crystal, but oh, yeah, top five pick. Listen to Grant McKeg. That's where I got all my scouting information from. <laughs> Come on. Uh, all right, uh, Jeremy and Grayson, you guys are up for your second last pick. All right, so you wanted to hear the name Andrew Crystal? Well, I'll say it. At uh, 15, I'm happy to pick Andrew Crystal. Um, I'm definitely higher than some other people are. I think um, I think the potential offensively is just too big to pass on him at this point. Um, I think his skating is not ideal, but I don't think it's as bad as some people think. Not pretend, I guess, view it. Um, I think it's... I think he should he should be just fine. Uh, his lateral mobility, his edges, he creates plays out of it in a way that's um, definitely more more than just being fun at a junior age. Like he, he can actually, I'm confident that he's going to be able to use it uh, well in the NHL. His vision, his uh, passing skills are extremely high end. They're one of the best in the draft. It's high danger chances oriented all the time. Well, not all the time, but like when it should be. Um, deception manipulation everything he want you want him to see you want to see out of him with the puck he has it uh defensively i guess he could definitely get better but and also one of his most underrated uh trait is his shot i think his shot is he the guy shoots all the time he's only gonna have a better shot um in the coming years he shoots so much and he's such a talented playmaker that the dual offensive threat is totally there uh and yeah, he's he's for sure a risky pick, but at fifteen, I'm very very happy to pick him, just because of the upside. Gray, what do you think of my pick? Uh, yeah, it's good pick, but uh, 
he fell this far for us. But um, the the one thing that I've noticed, I've, I haven't seen um, nearly as much of him as some other top prospects, but it seems to me like not even across game to game or shift to shift, but like 15 second intervals. It's like he's so involved, so impressive, and then just nothing. Dumb plays, throwing away the puck, bad defensive engagement. It, I, I'm not, I'm not sure what to think of him going from game to game. He's really inconsistent, but the tools that are there are so elite and so high end. You uh, compared him to Kucherov earlier in the year, I think, Jeremy, and I think that's a pretty fair comparison in the way he operates in the offensive zone. I mean, it's a good pick. Yeah. All right, back up uh, to the top for the final round of picks. Uh, three more guys off the board. No, everybody else gets undrafted, so they can play the <laughs> This is the draft that matters. So it's Illawas pick, right? Uh, I think yeah. Jane Lockley, it's, it's your turn. I don't know. It's oh, oh, whoever it's, didn't pick first is going. Down. Okay, I didn't yeah, pick I think first. Kane, I think it's you. Yeah. Ooh, okay. Okay, here's an interesting one. I guess there's no uh I don't have a pick up for this, so I can just say who I'm debating between. It's either ASP, uh Sandy Pelica, or Colby Barlow here. But I think, I think, too, so. yeah, <laughs> I think ASP is the better pick here. He's just yeah. okay, I've grown I've grown grown a lot warmer on him over the last few weeks. Uh, he's really the, one of the only players I've watched. But yeah, I just love his uh ozone activations. He can carry the puck. He just has everything needed to be a modern defenseman in the NHL. And I think he has that upside of a top-pairing defenseman. Um, he's my D1 in this draft, ahead of Reinbacher and Simashev. But, yeah. Ilwa, what do you think? Yeah, uh, yeah, I think it's a good pick. Uh, for, first time I, I saw um, ASP, uh, he reminded me of Chris Letang. He's uh, just a very smooth skater, like like no rush in his game. Super smart plays all the time, barely makes any mistakes. Again, like the concerns are, are with the size, maybe like how he's gonna translate. Is he gonna be good enough to be a, a first pair defenseman? But I think he 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 has a good chance to hit his potential. And uh, yeah, I'm a believer in the ASP. Yeah, very polished. You think, reason, mm-hmm. you think the reason he reminds you of Letang is because his team's colors are black and yellow? <laughs> maybe, yeah. But, uh, even then, like, yeah, no, I agree. Just, I think they were similar. They have a similar style. Yeah, I agree. All right, uh, Brody, final pick. I'm thinking there's a very safe choice, and then there's me going really off the board with my heart. Do it. And board, I think, why not? I think yeah. I'm gonna go off the board. I'm gonna go with Jaden Perron. He's he's undersized, but he is such a good player. Like. Yeah, I, I love Jaden Perron. I've loved him like since the start of the year, and I've loved him more the more I watch him play. And it's honestly crazy that he's probably going to fall to the late of the first, like maybe even drop to the second. And he's a Winnipeg product, so you know I have to drop him. <laughs> <laughs> uh, his name's too close to David Perron for me, so I don't know. <laughs> it's hard feelings. But uh, no, I'll pass it on to these guys here. They can uh, give their thoughts on... Jade. Yeah, well, Perron's um, he's definitely a risky player. Like if you if you uh, try to draw the the overall picture of him, he's small and he's not that great of a skater. So 
it's it's a risky pick. But to be fair, I have him at 16 on my board, so I'm definitely high on him. I think, um, again, he reminds me of Crystal, as Gray said, in the sense that he's inconsistent defensively. But if it, when he's on, oh, man, he's going to be good. Uh, the, the hands are just very, very high end. His shot is so good. Um, he, when he's, you know, when he's trying, actually trying, <laughs> is he can use his body to really be physical. And the, the, the tools are, I, I don't actually like Perron, but I can't push him off lower in my list. I think he's just, the, the up, again, it's an upside pick, purely upside. He's, there's, there's a chance he could become easily a top six forward. Uh, hopefully he grows, <laughs> that could help him. But yeah, it's, I, it's a good pick. Yeah, when yes. I look at the uh, the overall package uh, of Perron, the the size uh, really worries me. There's not a lot of uh, five eight, five nine uh, players in the NHL, but I think if he hits, you could uh, look at a player that plays a lot like uh, Zuccarello on the Wild. Just a very smart player offensively, and he has good hands as well. So uh, if if he hits, like you can get a, a pretty good player. Yeah, I do think, though, out of the players that haven't picked so far, he is probably the riskiest, maybe Simashev. Um, I just feel like if he f- doesn't fit into a top six role, there's nowhere else for him to go. And it's yeah. a small, like a lot of players in this draft, he's a small guy, but not the best skating. It's kind of a theme in this year's draft. But yeah, I do believe he's the riskiest guy so far picked. He's, uh, he's, he's very raw and unrefined. Um, the skill that's there is very immense, but he's he's definitely a project. All right. Well, uh, pass it on to Jeremy Grayson for the final pick in the uh, winning on paper draft first annual. Um, I was going to go with uh, Jaden Perron because I like him quite a bit, but, um, <laughs> but then he was taken. So uh, I'm going to go with, I think, the, uh, the more obvious pick, uh, Colby Barlow. Um, I I didn't pay much attention to this draft um, last year, but I believe he was, if someone can conf- confirm that for me, like pretty consensus top 10 pick. Um, so, but, yeah. Uh, yeah, one place, one place I, had him at uh, second overall. <laughs> Oof. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for sure. That's yeah. a bit much. That's a... <laughs> um, yeah, I would I would consider him in the top twenty for sure, top fifteen maybe. I really like him. His uh, he's got an unreal shot. Um, really, really impressive. That uh, is uh, also maybe a fault as it's pretty much his uh, his only really standout offensive ability, but. Um, yeah, I, th- I think there's a lot to like there. Well, also, like, it's not just a shot for me, but the overall uh, goal-scoring ability. is is a, He's really good at finding open space or getting uh, tips in front of the net. And uh, I've read a, a thing online where he, he just constantly goes and asks goalies what is, the what is like, shots that you don't like to receive. And to me, that, that speaks a lot on the... Him wanting to uh, improve his overall game, and I think that's like you could look at potential like thirty goal scorer in the NHL. Mm-hmm. He also has a full uh, beard, so he's <laughs> he's, he's <laughs> ready. Secretly yeah. thirty four years old. Ready for sure. As long as he doesn't get, as long as he doesn't go to the Islanders, he'll be fine. 
it's, uh, or else Lou will immediately have him completely shaved. So <laughs> there you go. Um, all right. So that is the, uh, the draft. Is there anybody um, that you guys have kind of consensus that we didn't cover? Go to his list, but maybe Otto Stenberg. I think he's, I think he would have been the next big off the board. I don't know if about about everybody else. I'm pretty sure, pretty sure everybody else is in in the minimum top twenty five. I think. Yeah. Uh, he's, he's or maybe Ethan Gotze, one of the two. But yeah, yeah all um, those guys. I'll talk about Sandberg. I think Kaden can talk about Gotze because or Edwa, one of the two. Uh, but yeah, Sandberg. He's he's another one of my guys this year. Uh. In terms of guys that are almost certain to be NHL players, I'd say Stenberg is one of them. Um, he's I'm deceptively not as big as I thought, if I remember correctly. I don't think he's that big, but he plays like a giant, uh, giant player. He's def- definitely quite physical. Uh, he's also like there's there's he's one of those guys where he doesn't really have a clear uh, weakness, right? He, offensively, he can do it all in a definitely like second third pairing role uh in the nhl one day i don't think he's a guy who's you're going to be mad at he's probably going to be a guy who uh in mock trades everybody's going to try to get because he's like a, a missing piece <laughs> for the playoffs right uh yeah there's a, a lot a lot to like big big uh improvement on his playmaking th- throughout the year he's got good puck protection he's there defensively uh yeah i like him quite a bit yeah, uh, for Ethan Gauthier, too, who I have pretty high on my list. I believe he's at 16 or 15 right now, kind of switching with uh, Stenberg. Um, I just love him. I really wish I had a, got his jersey for the draft, too. Um, <laughs> there's so much to love about his game. His explosive shot, he'll stand you up in the neutral zone. He's just such a high motor. I feel like if he was a bit taller, we'd ta- be talking about him much higher in this draft. Just... Love him as that explosive uh, middle six player that you plug into your lineup and makes a difference in the playoffs. For me, uh, a guy that's a bit underrated in this draft is uh, Raiden Jaeger. He was considered like at the beginning of the year and the end of the season last year as a, as a top five, top six pick. Fell off a bit. The the, produ- the production didn't quite uh, wasn't quite at the level uh, people expected, but he's still a very complete uh, forward in my opinion his shot is uh pro ready it's elite the release is a uh, is so fast it's so accurate it could be like a it could pay on any nhl team's power play he's really uh, attentive to uh, details defensively really good stick really good positioning and just a, like a very smart two-way player with an elite shot so to me like there's a very good chance he can play maybe like uh, I would like to see him being a bit more consistent and maybe like improve on his uh, handling, especially in transition. He can bubble the puck quite a bit sometimes, but I think you're you're definitely uh, getting a, a player there. Um, right. For me, uh, I'd have to say sorry, my bad. Um, <laughs> I think uh, I think my guy uh, that I've got. Uh, I'm the biggest fan of it. We haven't talked about it yet. Would be uh, Matthew Wood. Um, that's another guy who um, people were pretty high on him last year, I think, and then he's fall off, fallen off quite hard from uh, people's boards uh, throughout the year. But um, I like him quite a bit. I've got him at 20. Um, I think that's just 
that's a guy who knows where his strengths and weaknesses are. He's not a good skater. He's, he's a bad skater, actually. But um, he, I mean, when I watch him, it's, it's very obvious to me that he knows that. And um, he's on breakouts. He's going to get easily caught up to, but he puts his body in the right position and just will touch pass and it's out. Or in the offensive zone, he's just sneaking up behind guys and getting into the right position, being open. He's got really good hands, really good shot as well. I I think he's uh, I think he's underrated, overhated. <laughs> right, Brody, you got uh, anybody or? I was I don't have anybody that I like. Maybe is really low. I would say I have a question. Maybe Samuel Samuel Honzek because I know he's been rising a lot lately, especially like mainstream. Like if you look at the Athletic or people like that, he's been rising a lot lately. So more just a question. Like where do you guys project him? He's uh, in my opinion, like a lighter version of Slavkovsky, right? Plays similarly, but um, yeah, I mean he's. If you look out the like the big picture, he's. Tall, smooth skater, great hands, uh, physical, uh, kind of decently present defensively. There, there's a lot to like, but I'm definitely lower on him. I think I have him in my second round, like early second round. Um, it's inconsistency for me. Uh, it reminds me of like Cutter Goche last year. They're completely different players, but the way Cutter Goche was disappearing for like whole games and then was back for entire games, I was really lower on him. Uh, although he's definitely been good this year, I was lower on him, and I'm lower on on Honsek the same reason. Where like some games I'm gonna be like, yeah, it seems like probably top twenty five pick, and then some other games I'm I'm gonna be like, I don't know, did he even play this game? Like where where was he? Um, but in terms of like tools, again, he's in the, this range with guys like uh, Musty and Wood that definitely have some tools to have some high potential. But there's there's things with uh, missing with Honsek. Uh, like consistency and maybe I'd say speed as well. He's he's fluid. He's a fluid skater, but his speed, I'm kind of questioning it a little bit. But I think uh, you know, I if people want him want him as as high as like twentieth, I think it's totally fair. Uh, there's like there's some stuff to like for sure with him. As of uh, a week ago, Sportsnet had him tenth on their board. So it's a bit high, but again, yeah. <laughs> if if. If you like the type of player that he is, just like Montreal liked definitely the type of player that Slavkovsky is, right? There are similar players, I think. Uh, if you like this type of player, sure, at 10, uh, go nuts. So what I'm hearing is uh, they're taking, uh, Montreal is going to grab him, top 10 five. here. Yeah. Five. That's, that's, that's what I'm hearing. Take him. <laughs> but if, I think, yeah, if he's available uh, at Florida Speak, wherever it's going to be, because they're not seeming to... To want us to have a good pick <laughs> for us on a mission. Um, yeah, I think there's a chance we pick him for sure at 31st, 32nd, wherever that pick's going to be, if he's available. All right. Well, uh, thank you guys so much for, for coming on and, and doing this. Uh, I think everybody really, I really enjoyed this. Uh, obviously, these are four super knowledgeable uh, prospect guys, one of the best uh, up and coming, not only Instagram pages, but they also have a website. Um, so make sure everybody, if you're listening to this, go check it out. Uh, New Era Scouting on Instagram. I think you guys are just on Instagram and, and the website. Right? You guys don't have any of the other social media? Well, we've talked about expanding to YouTube eventually. Okay, well, there you go. Well, keep on, we keep on the lookout. 
<laughs> for you for YouTube. Um, but yeah, uh, I think that's that's all we got. So uh, once again, thank you guys so much for for coming out, and uh, yeah, hopefully we'll be able to have you guys on again. And uh, yeah, this was awesome. Thanks for having me. Yeah, Virgin Brody. <laughs>